Okay, and we're here with Lauren Scherf. Lauren, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Paul? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. And um, how are you finding being back at home for, I guess, an extended period of time with uh, with everything that's going on? Um, it's good. Um, haven't been home for quite a while, so it's good to get some quality family time in. Um, the weather's not great here in Melbourne. It's, you know, raining, cold. So I guess being at home in warm with warmth, you know, makes it a bit easier. <laughs> and um, we actually got to see the uh, the video of you running your workouts. Um, I've noticed that your brother oh, gives yeah. you a hard time all the time as well. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely um, a great support staff on the sideline there. Um, yeah, he's kind of just like my coach at home. Um yeah, I mean, he's good. He um, he challenges me a lot, um, you know, on the basketball court as well. Um, he's my height. He plays basketball. He can dunk. Um, yeah, so, you know, he's good competition to go against. Good way good way to keep the skills in while uh, everybody's <laughs> off the court. That's true. Very true. Lauren, t- tell us a little bit about yourself because obviously this has been your first season with the Flames and there might be things that the, the – the fans don't really, really know about you. So, you know, tell us about what you've graduated at uni with, um, what, what are your ambitions with, with hoops, and, you know, if there's anybody in particular that inspires you. Um, yeah, so um, I just, so last year I just finished my degree in um, PE and health secondary teaching, um, planning on doing my master's in teaching, Um so we'll have a bit more extra study. But, um, yeah, um, I, have you know, grew up in a, like in a town um, just on the outskirts of Melbourne. Um, didn't start playing basketball till I was maybe 10. Um, and, you know, I just kind of grew and fell in love with basketball um, at a young age and, you know, just had a really fun time playing it. And, didn't realize where I could go with it. Obviously, you know, I was just training and trying to get better and um, it led me, you know, to be able to play for my state and then my country and then um, and then also play professionally. You know, I've been able to play with a lot of great players, um, like Penny Taylor is somebody that I really admire and I was able to play with her at Dainong, um, playing with the likes of her and being able to see um, – what she's been able to accomplish in her life and seeing what, you know, she did on and off the court, um, you know, the leadership and the way she, you know, presented herself, you know, really look up to her and think that, you know, she's the epitome of basketball for Australian women. Yeah, I, I remember watching Penny play and she's a really, she was a really tough competitor. Mm. Um, did you find that, that watching the way she, she like, Attack the attack the game. Did you learn things from from that approach that she, that Penny took? Yeah, I mean, um, I was able to witness, you know, not just in the games but also at the training and like her smarts and the way she goes about the game and um, just like the different kind of aspects that ways to tweaking, you know, things on defense, things on offense, and um, just like really like inspired me that it's not all. Well, when I was at that age, like I think I was 17 or 18 at the time, 
and being able to watch her and the way she thinks about the game that's not only just about you know your basketball skills it's also about the mental side of things and you know I think that's what made her such a great and talented player. Did you find um, that that was an aspect of your game that you really learnt more about by that sort of exposure, the mental aspect to the game? Yeah, um, I you can always be talented and you can have that skill, but you also have to have that um, the dedication, the hard working, and like the mental side of it. I think that's what you know really takes your game to another level um you know you hear about Kobe speaking about it you know and how he went about the game and it wasn't all just about the you know getting up at 5am in the morning to go work out it was also about that mental side of things and you know I think that's where the game might be headed as well it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, interesting point of view so obviously that sort of mental toughness would be helping you in the situation that we currently find ourselves where we're locked away, not able to do a lot. You know, it's it's tough on people. And I, I'd say it would, I, I'm, I'm guessing it would be, be hard on athletes who are used to being out there and doing stuff every day. Yeah, I mean, I was very used to, um, you know, having my day set out for me, having my routine, you know, going and training, going to see coaches who work out with them going to wait I was very on a routine basis and then obviously when all this happened it kind of went out the window but I think that being able to take this time to really find ways of how to go about things like in a different aspect and then really like tuning into trying to be positive about the situation and that that it's it's not you know this is not hopefully not going to go on forever but um being able to engage in the mental health, you know, in, in the mental side of things, that will really, you know, really help. That's true. And, I mean, it's interesting what you said It's in relation to what's going to happen. Um, obviously, uh, free agency got delayed, which has kind of pushed everything back for the team. Uh, in some respects, for the Flames, that may not necessarily be a bad thing, given what's happening with the, with the, Sydney, with the uh, Sydney Kings. Um What's your perspective on the the hookup between the Flames and the Kings and how the organisation will be able to go forward? Um, I think it will be great for um, for the Flames. I think it will, you know, it will provide more sponsorship, um, more marketing, and a lot more crowds. Um, I think having double headers will definitely definitely make. Um, People will want to come see, be able to engage and witness two games. Um, it'll be great for not only like the fan, like the Flames fans base, but also um, will make them want to, you know, be a part of the Kings organization. Um, so I think that, and it, like I also think it will definitely help like the younger athletes, the ones that are coming up. Um, you know, it will also give them a pathway to look up to. You walked out on the on the floor at uh, Kudos Bank Arena uh, last season. How did you find mm-hmm. that? Um, I loved it. Um, I thought it was, you know, being able to play in that sort of atmosphere in that arena. Um, it was a really good environment to be able to play in. Um, I know we did really well on that court, so... You know, I look forward to being able to play on it more. Yeah, I, when we were when I was talking with uh, with coach, 
last week, one of the things she mentioned was that walking out into those big arenas, it's it's a real boost when you when when you're walking out. Did you find Definitely. that was the case? Yeah, I mean, um, they've just like got a really good setup at the Kings, and I think that with us being able to experience that, it will also give us, you know, I think it might give us that edge. Um, being able to be in that environment will you know, uplift our spirits to be able, you know, to be like, okay, we've got this, like we're playing in a really good environment, everything's really positive. So, like, I feel like it'll give us that edge. One of the other things I was really curious about was you spent most of your career in Dandenong, then you went to Canberra, and now you've come to Sydney. Now that you've seen, you know, three different teams, how do you feel that each of those teams was different? Um, well... I think at Dano, I was very young, um, so I guess I was just trying to find my feet and trying to learn new things. And I think when you're a younger player, you're obviously you're a bit like a sponge. You're trying to get, you know, trying to grab everything and trying to learn off, you know, all those things. And um, at Dano, I was very fortunate to play with a great group of players. Um, and especially like the imports like Kathy Pondexter and being able to witness that sort of, you know, calibre of players from over in America, like that's something that I'll always cherish. Um, and then I think moving to Canberra, I think that was for me to be like, right, got to get out of my comfort zone, um, you know, of being at home, being in a place where, you know, Sound really like I've really enjoyed my time here, but it's time for me to like kind of branch and grow. Um, and I think in Canberra, it really helped me become more um, just independent on you know my work ethic and um, playing with Kelsey and Tolo going up against them at training every day. It really you know inspired me to be like, this is where I want to be, like, I want to do what these guys have done and like going up against them and what they've taught me. And I think that's what made me be like, okay, I want to try out in Sydney because um, I want to prove to myself and that I can make an impact as a centre um, sort of thing and be competitive competitive against other centres in, in the league. So I think that's, yeah, I think that's why I kind of made that move to Sydney. You mentioned Mariana Tolo. How did you find, obviously in training you would have matched up against her. How did you find that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, playing against Tolo, she's, you know, one of the best bigs here in Australia. So, um, she pushed me every training and I think that just made me, you know, learn a lot and, um, you know, the, her work ethic also off the court, like she is a gun in the gym. She really pushes herself, um, to the peak ultimate fitness and, I mean, like, it shows, like, she's been to the Olympics um, and, like, she's really someone I admire and, you know, what she's done. And I think that me going up against her and watching what she's done, like, what I hope that I can kind of get to as well. And you had your opportunity to try that this season at the uh, with the Flames when we did match up against Canberra. How did you find that? Um, it was a bit weird because... Um, all those girls are really good friends because obviously winning a championship with those girls, like, you know, you really make good memories with them. And so it was a bit weird being in different colours to them. But um, once you get onto the court, I guess, you know, you're all, you're 
you just think about, you know, the game and trying to win. And so, um, I mean, I kind of think I had maybe a bit of an advantage knowing that I kind of knew what to expect sort of thing. Um, I mean, it was different, but I enjoyed playing against them as well. I've been looking back through some of your career. This, um, if you look at your representation for Australia, you got a, got a lot of got a lot of medals there. Is um, particularly the uh, the university games in Taiwan in twenty seventeen is gold. Um, how was that? How did that feel for you? Oh, that was like probably one of the best experiences I've ever um, been a part of. Um, I mean, I'll never forget that trip. Um, we were, I think it was like we were three weeks on the road together. We had gone to Japan for a pre-tournament and we kind of, we all knew each other, but we, some of us had played together before, some of us hadn't. Um, so I think that tournament in Japan really helped us connect and bond together as a team. And then when we got to Taiwan, I don't know, we just kind of were like, we were just like unstoppable. We we were able to beat America in the quarterfinal. That was a really like I think we played our hearts out, and then we played Chinese Taipei in the semifinal, and that was against that was in playing in front of eighteen thousand people. <laughs> So and they were all Chinese Taiwan fans. So yeah, the, that was you, the hostile, the hostile, the hostile audience, huh? Oh, so you're not only playing against the, the team, you're also playing against the entire crowd. Like you couldn't hear yourself think, you couldn't hear the coach on the sideline. Um, like we just all came together as a group, and we were able to get the job done. And then. Um, yeah, and then playing in the grand final against Japan, like you, like I think those games where you don't even think and you just like you just let the game come to you, sort of thing. And all those girls, they were absolutely fantastic. Even the coaching staff, like we all just worked hard together, and we just really enjoyed the whole entire experience. And I think that you know when you have a good team off the court as well, it just makes it a lot better to be able to play together. I love that whole entire experience and being able to come home with a gold was just like the icing on the cake. So tell me something. While you were traveling, Mm -hmm. how did you find, uh, because you obviously would have had a bit of time to to check check out the countries you were visiting, how did you find Japan and Taiwan? I loved Japan. I thought Japan was beautiful. It was, um, because I've also been to China and comparing China to Japan, very completely different. Um, so I, if I could go back to Japan, I would. It's, um, the, they, it's such a pleasant country. The people are beautiful. Um, they're, everyone's just very welcoming and kind. Um, in Taiwan, uh, it was a bit different. It was more um, humid there. We got the feeling of being because we were in a village, so being able to, you know, experience being in a village with all the other countries, with all different sort of sports, um, it was probably a really good experience to be able to, you know, to, you can go and see all the other sports um, playing, go witness them, and I think that's what made it so memorable because you're able to not only witness what's happening basketball but also for all the other great talented athletes there 
I got to ask this question: How did you go? How did you go about handling the 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 the, the train maps in Japan, trying to get around? <laughs> um, you had to ask Jenny Screen. She was our team manager, and she she knows a thing or two about how to get around. So um, yeah, she she was the one that organised it all. So <laughs> um, you have to ask her about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a challenge when you first time you see those maps trying to trying to work out how to get yourself around. <laughs> I took one look at it and I was like, not not for me. <laughs> uh, and and then you went and backed it up again at the the following university games with another another goal. Yeah, um, I was not like obviously um, coming off the last World Uni Games. Um, there was obviously a bit of expectation, but um, I think because we had some of the girls from the group previous, um, but I think that, you know, the girls came in and they stepped up really well, um, you know, and I think that we, us as a group, didn't have much pressure on us. Like we didn't really think about, you know, the last time and, you know, what had happened last time. We kind of just focused on the moment and both teams like all got along. So, I think that, you know, the girls that we had um, in Naples, in Italy, like we all got along and, you know, we um, all bonded really well and I think that's what helped us, you know, to play so well. It's it's obviously a, a big thing to be able to get on well with your teammates, particularly when you get with, with the international competitions. Is there anyone in particular that you, fe- that you felt really stepped up in in that last university games? Well, I think, um, I know Keely Froling, she, you know, she really came out and she was able to be like a, like a fire for us. Like she really, um, you know, she really stepped up every game and she really put the blades on running. Um, if that's the same, um, you know, she really, she was like the workhorse for us. And, um, there was a lot of other girls, a lot of younger girls who also like in different games, you know, that really came to help us and everything, like not just in scoring wise, but like on defense and all the other little things like rebounding and everything. So um, I think we just all really worked well together as a group. Talking about, uh, about that, have you, fa- how have you found with the flames um, finding players that, you can learn things from who's been able to help you who do you think has been able to help you improve part, parts of your game well definitely um at the flames um well definitely like i know uh playing with colleen you know and her experience and her playing from overseas and the way she's played here in australia as well like she was one that um really you know interested to find out like um how you know, her insight into basketball and everything and, um, you know, how she could kind of help me, you know, get me to the next level. Um, You know, Alice, you know, she's a workhorse. Um, You know, she's always going to give you 110%, um, you know, and then you've obviously got the smarts, like um, with Smart and um, Sarah, their experience and, you know, from where they've played in the game, like, you know, what really helped us, you know, having all different sorts of, like, ideas and everything um, really helped in the team. 
It's going to be. I think it's going to be a real challenging season this season because, um, as we when we were talking with with coach, um, one of the things she mentioned is that it's quite possible that there may not be a lot of uh, imports for for the next season, mm-hmm. um, which means a lot more local players will, will have opportunities. Um, if that does happen, how do you think that's going to affect the flavour of the WNBL? I mean, it will definitely showcase the local talent that we'll have here in Australia um, on a worldwide stage. It will definitely um, help, I guess, the Australian basketball grow, um, being able to, you know, bring Aussies in and everything. Um, It will definitely be different, um, not playing against overseas hoopers because they obviously bring a different um, calibre of skill to the game here in Australia but it will definitely be something to watch. What's your favourite sport? Like, if you're not watching basketball, what's what sport do you go and watch? <laughs> what sport do I go and watch? I usually go to watch basketball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, as a kid, I used to – Dad used to always take me to football games. He used to take me to um, NRL games. Um, so – I mean, I loved being in the atmosphere of that. Um, and then, I mean, this is going to sound completely weird, but um, I used to love horse riding. Um, I still try and horse ride from time to time. Um, like my nanos, it's grown up with horses, so she kind of like inbreded that into me and my younger cousin. Um, so that's kind of like something that I love to do in my spare time. Um, so I think that, I mean, I don't know if you really call horse riding a sport, <laughs> but, um, yeah, something I like to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, uh, Sydney, it's, it's a bit hard to do around Sydney though. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. You got to go to the outback for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the outback, talking about Japan and Taiwan, um, what what places what places have you really enjoyed visiting in in your travels? Another another country I love is also New Zealand um, because it's also close because my dad's from New Zealand, so um, you know I love going there and um, you know being. Uh, able to see where my dad grew up and everything. So um, that's not just like just about basketball. It's also about like family and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it, yeah, New Zealand is definitely up the top of my list. And is that North or South Island? Um, he was born in the North Island. Okay. Yeah. So ski, ski, in, the, ski in, the, in the morning and... And hit the beach in the afternoon. <laughs> nah, he was more of a um, uh, what? What could you say? He was more of a, uh, you know, gets out and about, uh, goes skateboarding. Uh, the stories he used to tell me, what he used to do as a kid. Um, you know, I guess back in those days, he would uh go riding on top of cars on railway tracks uh uh that sort of thing but um yeah um 
I mean, I see where I get some of my uh, rebelness from, but um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Dad was very um, enthusiastic, and you know, he loved his sport and um, played a lot of rugby and tennis. They didn't really, he didn't really have much to do with basketball. Um, he was more of a rugby fan, and you know, played a lot of tennis growing up. So, so you just mentioned you're a bit of a rebel, and. and <laughs> So, so are there any stories you'd like to share with the fans? Uh, not really. No. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could ask my friends about it, and uh, you know, they'll give you a few laughs. Um, just a few things, you know, the silly things that we do. Um, you know, I'm always up for a good laugh. So, yeah, <laughs> I love a good death. <laughs> Well, we'll remember that for the upcoming season. <laughs> Great, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you, like looking back at the at the last season, um, I think I think the team probably got badly impacted by injury, um, at, particularly towards the back end of the season because things were really starting to come together for the team, and the results were really starting to starting to show. As a player, how did you feel when you know it all, the the way the season unfolded? Yeah, I mean it was very unfortunate for um, you know the players that got injuries um, to get injured. Like it was a very um, it was very sad, um, you know, to just you know we were doing so well and we were about to, we were just finding our feet and you know and then those injuries just like inflicted on us and you know it was just it just sucked kind of um because they were doing so well like not only for the team but individually as well like they were having a great season for me personally like I just felt like I just had to set like small goals for myself um you know and just kind of come into each game with like a mentality of I'm going to try and do this this game and I'm going to try and do that this game um find my feet within every game whilst they were out. Looking back at that last season, what in particular do you think was your highlight, your personal highlight for that for the season? I mean, being able to be coached under Frog, um, aka Katrina, I've been able to work with her on the sidelines before but never been able to be coached by her. So I think being able to get her insight and her mind into the way, you know, how she's grown up and, you know, her insight to, you know, the way basketball is played, you know, it really helped me and had a good impact on me. Um, individually, like probably being able to step up for the team and, um when they really needed me to come through and, you know, get those extra few wins at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I think that was probably like an individual highlight for me. You know, obviously you've had experience with, with a number of different coaches from the teams that you've played at. How do you find that the Frogs approach is different to what you've experienced in the past? She can be very tough. <laughs> tough love, I like to put it. Um, but no, like she wants the best, you know, for you. She wants to get the best out of you. So she's going to put you in a good situation to be able to do that. You know, she's had a great career and all the achievements that she has. So 
the way she sees the game and, you know, it will really, like I hope it really brings my game to the next level. Is there anything that you'd like to say to the fans and the other players out there today, Lauren? Uh, for everyone to just stay positive in these tough times and, you know, um, if you're feeling you know, down and, you know, you just there's always someone to talk to. I'm happy, you know, for younger athletes, like my door's always open, like I'm always happy to chat um, and talk about if you're struggling about anything during these weird times. Um, you know, there's always going to be someone out there that wants to help you and um, allow you to be better and, yeah, and get better, you know, on and off the court. Um, but, yeah, just – Stay safe and keep going. Just want to say thanks for your time today, Lauren. No problem.